0: This is Melanie Ake. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet Lynn Brown, the creator and host of Gritty Women podcast. I'm really excited to share what's happening at Everyday Leaders. Go to everydayleaders.com. Subscribe to my website where you can learn strategies to become a leader in your own life. On the EverydayLeaders.com podcast page, you can connect to the guest of the 2019 Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 Leadership Summit and listen to your favorite episodes of the Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Now, if you're ready to take the next step and become a leader in your own life, go to my Everyday Leaders store, select the life strategies courses, corporate strategy workshops, or even personal coaching. Go to EverydayLeaders.com subscribe and keep up to date on all of our programs and valuable leadership lessons. When you subscribe to Everyday Leaders, you'll be entered into our monthly giveaway to receive a round to it. If you need accountability in your life, this is a great way to start. Go to everydayleaders.com and become a leader in your life. Welcome to Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, Lynn Brown. I'm so excited to have you on the program.
1: Well, I am super excited to be on the program. And I just got to tell you, thank you so much for asking me. I mean, I was like, woohoo, you know, that day that, that you reached out. And I was just, Like, wow, I'm going to learn so much from doing this. Thank you. Oh,
0: man, you've got a lot to teach you. My listeners are going to be dying for this when I post about this. You have a new podcast called Gritty Women. And I'm telling you what, if that doesn't say everything about where it starts, (laughs) when I've listened to you and I've gotten to know you better, I think about your journey and all the things that we know about leadership lessons and and how long you've really thought into where you're going. And, and one of the things I want to start off with is I learned on my first year of podcasting, a guest told me it takes five years to be an overnight success. And so, and I've listened to you talk to a lot of different people, but I want you to open up the show talking about what you've done for five years that made you so mm-hmm. intentional that has now created this pattern in your life?
1: Wow. Um, I think the first thing that I did that that truly now when I look back, it's changed the whole trajectory of my life. I mean, it truly has. I think so many times people say, oh, you changed my life, or oh, that changed my life. And I'm like, hello, everyone, Listen, listen to me. I am so serious when I say that. My life was just going nowhere, and I took one step—just one step—in um, the direction of my dreams. And the day that I went into my office, um, I was in a, a very toxic environment. And I went into my office, and I, I truly said out loud, "God, there's got to be more than this. Is it, isn't there more than this?" <laughs> and that is when I clicked on the email, and and found the John Maxwell team, which truly just put me into a growth environment that I'd never been in before. So many people know about personal development, personal growth. I did not. I mean, and I'm not even ashamed to say that. But honestly, I didn't know that I was supposed to have a a plan for my life. I, I just was flying by the feet of my pants. So when I took that step, when I walked into that, to that, room at my first training i knew that i had found my people mm-hmm. you know i had found my place mm-hmm. and it was the first time in my life and i mean i mean it's not like i was you know 16 and discovering this you know i i mean i had, I had made so many mistakes and i had I had failed so many times that when i walked into that environment where people you know believed the same and, and but were able to think different thoughts and their own per, their own Their sole purpose was to truly just add value to people. Mm -hmm. Other people, I thought, this is it. Mm -hmm. And I began. I was like a sponge, like a dehydrated (laughs) just. I mean, I was just. I could not get enough. And I still Mm can't. I cannot get enough. Um, And so I dusted off this book that I had gotten in. (laughs) Let's see, in 2010, I got a John Maxwell book. And I remember I opened it and highlighted a, a line or two and thought I had read it. You know, that was it. I, had to, I didn't even put it all together. Mm-hmm. And then I started looking back and seeing all these clues of, you know, what was preparing me for this moment. And, you know, that's one thing we know. Success leaves clues and, and our failures leave, you know, clues. And so as my awareness has grown, I'm beginning to even still go back and harvest the good from all the experiences of my life. so, so, yes, taking that step and so far past my comfort zone, not that I was scared, i I've always had this this boldness about me. Now, it led me to a lot of places I didn't want to be, but but scared was never really something I, I just never feared anything. I should have feared a lot more than I did, you know, but I made some really stupid mistakes. I've made, I still make stupid mistakes, but, um, even though we know we learn from our mistakes. So anyway, so yeah, just entering that growth environment was the one thing. And then, um, even during that time I was going through, I can honestly say the darkest, some people refer to it as a dark, dark night of the soul, I was going through the hardest time of my life, during the best time of my life, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. It absolutely but, does. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like I was faced with stuff that I never dreamed I'd be faced with again. Mm-hmm. and um, But I was so thankful and grateful that I had this tribe, this this family, this, this, this team of people to just kind of, and, and honestly, I just feel like I've been carried, I was carried through that hard place but, um, so I was learning. I was in a very toxic place, but I was also learning at the same time from a very positive place. So I think it's just, God knew I had to I, I had to have it like that. Mm-hmm. I had to have real life lessons and then the stuff that I could put in place in my life. and and I truly have done it. and I, and I think I think that's something that's different than anything else in my life. I truly have applied these principles mm-hmm. to my life. So it's not just hearing something. But we know we have to take action and we have to truly put those, the things that we learn into place. And I think that's what true leaders do. And, and I'm really learning, you know, about what true leaders are. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I had one. I thought I had a, one mentor in my life. And um, the day that I told her I was stepping down, you know, from this position, she she said to me, um, you will become small, you know, you will go back to your small town and you will mm. become small like those small people. And I was like, wow, I, I don't know that mentors are leaders, I don't, maybe you're not the leader I thought, you know. So but, like, I, well, but I did. what were you doing? What were you doing at that time? Was I your- was a direct sales, a senior sales director for a direct selling company. And um, i had had a lot of success. I had, you know, I had won seven, earned seven cars and I had led, you know, probably recruited up to 900 women off and on for Mm -hmm. those, you know, all those years of, Mm -hmm. uh, I think 12, maybe 12, 13, 14 years, something like that. And, and, um, I found this, this mentor, I kind of had to seek her out. She, you know, anyway, long story short, um, that was my only example of, of leaders, leadership in my life. Mm -hmm. And I had never been told I was a leader. A lot of times, you know, in school, that's a place where people say, oh, "Oh, she's a leader or he's a leader or, you know, the one that sits in the front of the class that gets picked to run the errands for the teacher. Mm -hmm. I was never that. I was never any of that. And I had a very bad experience in school. And I was, um, you know, just really pretty much thought I was dumb and stupid, honestly, from the eighth grade on. So even so though you I were doing
0: to, so even though you were doing these behavior, you were practicing leadership. You were influencing other people, but you didn't believe yes. yourself that you had this capacity.
1: That's right. And and you're exactly right, because I was leading them. I could lead people into a fire. But that's not the most effective form of leadership. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could lead people and um but nobody in my environment was equipped either to see that potential in me
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and And so what's so interesting now is I do a lot of my training with school districts now and teaching them to not teaching them but working with them to help them to see even through something like this, helping people to understand their their communication styles and all that stuff mm-hmm. you know if my teachers had known instead of dreading me coming in their class if if they had known that I was just a people person and I was you know and I love to inspire out I, I just love the, the life and just the, the joy of life and being an inspiration to people that's why I was talking so much that's why I wanted to do everything and be everything and, you know, Mm -hmm. be the center of attention, but they didn't understand that. Mm -hmm. And, but at the same time, I did have those, those leadership strengths and, um, you know, but, but at that time it, it was very, it was a very painful thing because, you know, when it got down time, you know, for the leaders to go to the group, I was left behind. I had to go to study hall or, you know, I had to, you know, I wasn't the one chosen Mm -hmm. and, um, but sometimes, but I'll never forget- but, you know, what we know is,
0: what we know now, when we look back at that, and, and so I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just, I love this lesson, is you you knew that you had this capacity to kind of help, and you had a desire to add value, and you wanted to be active, and the, but it was the people around you, it was their beliefs that they tried to push on you to make you think that you didn't have the ability and so you kind of believed it. You're like, oh, okay, I'll just sit here. I'll go to study hall. I'll do whatever you tell me. You know, and in school, it's so important that we can develop those beliefs in ourselves so that we're that much further along, right, when we're, we're at that fundamental growth stage that we can do anything that we set our minds to.
1: That's exactly right. It's, it's so important. And, 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 you know, people will say, well, you know, what do you, how, do you, how do you find those people? Or well, you look for them because mm-hmm. you know you you find what you look for, and and you know lack of evidence is not evidence of absence, or you know absence of evidence is mm-hmm. not evidence of absence. And it's there; it's already been created. There are people already created walking around, breathing. There's content. There's somebody that you can tap into. And um, even right now, I'm working with um, you know some students that dropped out of high school that are getting their GED and. You know, i'm telling i'm i'm working with them on the same things because it's belief it doesn't matter really um your circumstances and how you were raised cuz i had everything growing up everything it looked perfect on the outside mm-hmm. i was just empty on the inside mm-hmm. but the outside looked perfect too mm-hmm. i had I, I mean i was i could i, I mean you know <laughs> i was i looked a lot older than i was and um you know i didn't have acne you know, I did. I just had a lot going on the outside, but there was nothing going on the inside. And it's so <laughs> you know? hard because, and because you don't
0: know that about people. You unless you step into their lives, and you intentionally try to get to know somebody. You know, and what we're taught with the John Maxwell team is the the main principle of finding out how to touch a heart, right before you ask for that hand. And I think in school, it is so critical you got so much going on, and you're changing, and you've got hormones going on. But for kids right. to be able to reach out and really get to know their friends and find those mentors that are going to help them connect. Because, like you said, you know, you, you had everything look like everything was going on great. But this emptiness that was like, what am I going to do to fulfill my soul? Where's this space? Where does that go? And unless you're influenced and encouraged, you know, the soft skills are what people say in corporate America that really don't matter. But that's the core of why we do everything.
1: That's exactly right. And and you know, I just want to go ahead and, and move move past school too, because as adults, I mean, honestly, Five years ago mm-hmm. is when I began to work on myself, mm-hmm. five years ago. Mm-hmm. That was long after my high school graduation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was walking around and I looked like it was all together. Mm-hmm. And, and so often I think people, you know, we go to work every day. We don't really tell the truth because we fear the consequences of that. We don't have real conversations. We leave our houses, oftentimes not having real conversations. We get to work, we go through the motions, we come home, and we do it again the next day. Mm-hmm. And that is not—that's not what we were created for. Mm-hmm. And and I think we truly have to—we have to—we have to get over our ego. And I had to get over, um, you know, a lot of. I had to be willing to to say, you know, what I need some help. I don't have this. I don't have this. Everything's not, you know, rainbows and sun sunbeams here. And I had to I had to face. I had to face kind of where I was to get where I wanted to get. I mean, I had to. I had to just put my girl big girl pants on, you know, and just look at my past and speak to it really. And with God's help, you know, I was able to let it go, let go of the shame, let go of the guilt. And so that I could become who I was created to be. Mm-hmm. So when you say you know, it, it, the fear of of stepping into
0: this new growth, what do you think the biggest difference? If you look back, you know, and we say it's great to reflect, but it's all evaluated experience, right? That we really learn from. Right. What would you say uh, just growing is a, a big step? But what has changed about you the most, do you think, in the last five years?
1: I truly believe in my value now. And I truly, I don't just say, oh, you know, because I, you know, I I do believe in Jesus. (laughs) You know, he is is the Lord of my life. And and I used to always say, oh, you know, well, God created us. And, you know, so we're all good. Well, I sat in a church for 50 years saying that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, and then one day I stood up and, and the day that I stood up and quit kind of looking at all the things that were on the outside, the circumstances or even, even kind of blaming other people in my life for some of the things that had been done to me, Mm -hmm. Um, even though I was, you know, a part of it, you know, there were older people that, that, you know, just were not very positive in my life in some ways, not my immediate family, but outside of that. And um, when I finally just let it all go, I truly just let that all go. And, and I was, I just drew a line in the sand and, and I didn't realize at the time that that was the day that I, (laughs) I let go of regret and, and I, I chose to regret at that point. I didn't, I didn't really, grit was not something that I, was aware of you know but that's what i was doing i was i began to practice gratitude and 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 i was resilient i was always resilient Mm -hmm. i mean even you know as a child just all the things i experienced in in through high school college and even after that i never got to a place where i thought this is it it's over um, I love, you know, I love Les Brown when he said, if you're on your back and you can look up, you can get up yep. and, and we see that on little quotes and we think, oh, that's so cute. But you know what? It's the gum truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you know, we've got to get over ourselves and we got to get back up. Mm-hmm. And so now I say grit back up because <laughs> it, you got to grit back up, you know, you got to
0: back up. So yeah, people you that do to be
1: thankful for where you are.
0: Well, people that don't have this or they're still kind of stuck, right? And we we know there's a lot of people in our life, friends, family, that kind of look to us because we are growing. And we talked about this offline. But when you start this journey of personal growth, you go so fast that you look behind you and say, wow, how I can't believe that I was that person just a week ago or two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Things start to change because your mindset starts to change so fast. And and so, you know, f- to encourage people that are looking kind of for that next step, right, and in, in the belief about yourself, how that changed. And so you have this this power, this like superpower inside of you now that's coming out of your soul. And you're like, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do this. I'm moving forward. Those things that you're starting to believe, you're encouraging so many people now, Lynn, because you just, you have this voice that's like on a mountaintop <laughs> screaming, I'm going to help you. I'm going to teach you how easy this can be if you step
1: into it, right? That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. I mean, I should be the poster child for how to make, you know, not that my life's a masterpiece, but, you know, how to go from mess to you know, manageable to miraculous. I mean, because some of the things that are happening in my life right now, I'm just like, wow. I mean, you know, it's interesting that you just said, you know, about the the growth zone, you know, it starts just, you become, you know, it just, it's attracted. It just comes into your life. I mean, when, when you begin to practice gratitude, that's the one thing that truly, um, set me free from shame and guilt is, is just a practice of daily gratitude. Not just, not just walking through life and going, Oh, I'm so thankful I found a parking place. No, no, no. Starting every day, writing down 25 things I was thankful for. Mm-hmm. And I've done that for three, well going on four years now. Mm-hmm. And so that is the one thing that set me free. I mean, yes, God has set me free, but he has used people in my life to help me get systems in place that could helped me truly change um change what I was looking at and I've always been a positive person but gratitude was that one thing and then um but just just spend that quiet time and taking care of myself and and surrounding myself with healthy people and 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 Boating some people off the island. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people that I don't talk to anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't call them up and say, okay, you're off my list. Um, but I just don't create space for them mm-hmm. because life is, um, you know, we get this one shot at this thing. And I want to make sure that that every everywhere my feet go, I want to leave it better than I found it. And so to answer your question, for somebody that's sitting there going, you know, here it is, it's, you know, it's whatever, whatever day they, whatever day you're listening to this, you know, you're thinking, wow, I've just started to stay off really, you know, yucky. And, you know, I don't know, it's raining. You didn't have an umbrella. I don't know what happened, (laughs) but you know, just find somebody that you can encourage, find somebody, smile at somebody. If you can't even think of anything nice to say, just smile at somebody, buy somebody coffee, do something. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what I that's just been instilled to in me my, from my parents. You know, we've just we're just we've always done that, mm-hmm. and so um, I can remember there were times in my life um, I went through a bankruptcy, and there were times in my life that um, I had to go and get quarters out of my son's um, piggy bank <laughs> um, to buy some gas. And so, you know, the minute I had extra money, I saw a lady at a gas station, you know, so I I just paid it forward. And I don't say that to impress you, but to tell you, th- to say this, that whatever it is you want in your life, go sow it into somebody else's, even if you don't even see it in your life, mm-hmm. because it will happen. And um, that is such I'll, great I'll advice. That years? is such great advice. Go ahead.
0: What? No, it's such great advice, because um, when you think if you've experienced something and you feel that pain or that disconnect, right, you were embarrassed mm-hmm. to say, I couldn't do this or... I couldn't buy lunch or I couldn't buy gas or I couldn't do this or I couldn't go to the movie, right, because I didn't have the capacity or just going through a rough time. Being able to provide those kinds of things when you can, right, it's about being successful and then adding significance to the world, which is adding value to others. And we believe this so much, but having people become aware of that in their own lives is what's going to really create a culture of of change for us, right? For everybody that's that's around us. And then
1: it's a much right. happier place. It is. It is. When I'm doing training, you know, with, you know, younger millennials or even younger than that, a lot of times and I'll say, you know, I spend the majority of my time working with corporations and and, you know, executives and whatever and guess what I'm teaching them? And they're like, What? I'm like, To be nice
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. like
1: and they're like what they're kind of like you yeah, they laugh they're like to be nice i'm mm-hmm. like yeah mm-hmm. yeah to to respect people to work together to play in the sandbox together you know to, to be nice but um it's it's so it's so interesting i two years ago or a year ago i was going to go on our you know transformational trip out of the country mm-hmm. and um I'm just being transparent and I'm transparent now because for so long I faked everything so now i just I'm honest I just I just finally gave up trying to hide everything and now I just say whatever so so I was gonna go on this trip. It was paid for Seini delivered and I was on a mentoring call with one of my mentors and um, I do have seven mentors so um it takes a village. it takes seven for me you know it takes one for every day of the week and um so I do have seven it just takes that much. But um, so I was telling him, I was like, I have this. I said, I'm just thinking about this, and and I've invested this money, and I'm going on this trip, and you know, he said, you know, I, I just want to encourage everybody to always know that, you know, sometimes you serve where you are before you ever go, and um, and it wasn't time for me to go, mm. so I pulled out. Mm. But I decided, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna do what he said. That was one time of, you know, what I meant a minute ago when. I, not meant, but what I'm sharing is that when you, when you hear something, go put it into practice. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to commit to, to go on. It was, um, it just happened to be the global youth initiative month and I'm going to commit to going to serve, um, school systems, you know, the teachers in the room and the, and the, and the young people. And so I did, I had no idea how many I had done. I, I truly was not counting long story short. I emailed that month um, one of my mentors, um, Paul Martinelli, because I wanted to find out about his coaching. I just thought, you know, wow, ultimately I would love to be able to, to be mentored by him. And that was on, I sent that email in on May the 17th of 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I did my serving in my community and it was all great and good. I was found out later that I had served a lot of schools. And um, I think it was like, it was the most schools and the, I did more than anybody in our company. Mm -hmm. And, and one year later, exactly to the date, I printed the emails, I saved them um, in my office so that I could continue to always see this Mm -hmm. on May the 17th of 2018. I got a, I got a email that said, you have earned this mentorship with Paul Martinelli because of your work with Global Youth Initiative. Mm -hmm. So I say that to say this that just go serve whatever it is. If you don't have anything to give, just get, like you just said, give your heart. Just be nice to someone. There are plenty of people that would just love a compliment, a hello, a friendly, you know, hold the door for me. Just little things. They don't have to cost you anything. Mm -hmm. But if you do have extra and you can sew into somebody, do that too because it will come back to you. I cannot tell you um, that. And... And I'm going to fast forward this, you know, to this past week, and I will tell you that that I um, had the opportunity again <laughs> to go out of the country on a transformational trip, and it was paid for. I mean, I, I paid for it, and um, but for three nights, um, I woke up at the same time every night, and there was just something that was not i just did not have the peace now let me back up five years ago i would have missed that Mm. because i was i was so um filled with all this noise in my life running from who i was and trying to be this and trying to please these people and comparing myself and not feeling good enough and not feeling all those things and until i finally let it go and until i finally you know, took action, took responsibility for where I was and where I wanted to be, then those things began to change. So I was aware of this, this past week. I talked to one of my mentors, and it was as clear as I'm talking to you on this phone that I was not supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Why that happened, you know what? I don't even know, but I have suspended the need to know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like it's, you've just
0: kind of, you've kind of taken this time of reflection. And I think when people start growing, that's the biggest step that we, we sometimes miss because, Mm -hmm. you know, even, you know, so you're successful, you're leading these teams of women and you think if you're in sales, like we, we've all been and, and pressure of the goals and the success and you think about, okay, great. You hit that number. Now what's next? right? Bigger goals. Let's go. Let's, let's get the team up. Let's go next. And so many times I hear so many people say this and what you've just led through is the same kind of an example. So no matter what you're going through, whether it's a transformational trip where the mission trip with your church or a club with your family or your kids going through some kind of a change, but when we're looking for that next thing, we're always looking for that next thing because that's what we've committed to. But if we stop, and we think, and we just start to be at peace with where is this going to take me? Does this really meet my journey? Is this a part of my true destiny? Is this the plan for me? It may not be. And the growth part of this is to be able to step back and realize, hmm, maybe if I pivot, I'm going to learn so much more about myself and maybe my journey is supposed to take me here and not be afraid of that. And that's the scary, that's that's the scary part. And so when you talk about gritty women, right, it's leading women to say, hey, tune in and become aware of who you are deep within because you don't have to put on this act or yes, I'm going to be the Wonder Woman. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to take the kids to soccer and work part-time and I'm going to do this and raise my kids and have dinner on the table and and go on these trips with my girlfriends. Like you don't have to do all that to be happy.
1: That's right. That's exactly right. Just to, you know, growing up, my mama always had this frame on the sink and and she still has it in her house and it says bloom where you're planted. And that's something (laughs) cheesy. We hear it all the time, (laughs) but wherever you are, just be, be all there, Mm -hmm. you know, just be all there. Mm I mean, am I doing the best job of being me and blessing other people when I go to the grocery store, when I get cut off in traffic, you know, when, you know, all these little things, I just have to be be the best version of me. And, you know, we want the world to change. Everybody, everybody has an answer on how the government needs to change or the world or the church or the school or the so-and-so or this or that. But, you know, the only universe I can control is really my own. <laughs> and so if I become better, the people around me become better. And it's really not my job to decide, you know, what so-and-so or, who, you know, is doing right or wrong. My my job is to be the best Lynn that I can be. And, you know I think because I think now I'm, I'm i'm just so like on fire because i you know I've spent so much of my well half of my life not doing that, and so now it's like it's like a whole new life I'm just like um you know today it was hysterical it was so funny um but today I went to my daughter in law's baby shower and all of her friends you know they're super young and they were like okay, let's get the young girls all the picture well but I wasn't even paint it i mean <laughs> I did not even pay attention. I jumped up, went over there, and like sat sat by him in the group picture. And I looked over and I saw my, my, you know, my daughter in law's mom and my mother sitting down. And I was like, "Come on, y'all get in the picture." And they're like, "This is for the younger girls." And I was like, "Well, that's exactly why I got up." I mean, I felt like you know, I felt I feel I feel so alive, mm-hmm. and it's it's because I'm truly living the life I was created to, and. It's just so refreshing. So I just wanna encourage everybody, you know, it's not just for from it's not just for me, it's not just for your neighbor, it's not just for your sister or your whoever. Um, it's for you. Mm-hmm. We we were all individually created beautifully and, and perfectly perfect. And you know, if you wanna if you wanna write, you know, the end of your story, just just begin with a new beginning. You know, just just start over. It could you can start over tonight,
0: mm-hmm.
1: today, whatever, whenever you're listening to this. Just just start over. Just begin again, and and be and begin writing. You know, the new beginning to your story, mm-hmm. and it's just will it will bless you and bless all those around you. And so I could just go on forever for days. Because <laughs> no, I, I mean, this. once I get started, I can't stop. So no, you just want I to say, Lynn, that's enough. <laughs> you know, but um, <laughs> you just want
0: to say cut. No, I <laughs> but, love um, this. I just, I, well, I just love it. I love it because you gave us some strategies and, and, you know, it, talking into what people are going through, it's so hard because when we, you know, we learn life coaching and we learn to speak about these things that are, that are becoming aware and changing your environment and doing all these things, but it takes a, it takes some kind of a person to just step inside and go, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. I am worth more to my life than what's going on, and so stepping into that is how gritty women—it's—it's <laughs> it's, don't give up, <laughs> step into it, and that's right. So when you started this podcast and thought, "Hey, I I want to help people," you know, it's time. I'm going through this. I want to help people learn this too. It's—it's it's just not having that fear, and so tell us, you know, those twenty five great deeds those 25 strategies those things that you're grateful for that is your biggest encouragement you know walking away from this podcast lynn those are the things that people should start doing getting out their gratitude journal every day
1: yes i i truly believe it and it sounds it's it's so easy to do and so easy not to do but you know you don't have to go out and get the beautiful you know you know, one with all the beautiful pictures on and all that stuff if you, if you can't or if, you, you know, but if you can and you want to do that, that's great. But I, I say start tonight. I mean, like, I mean, start today. Just just grab a, you have a notebook probably. Everybody probably has a notebook in their house right now. Some paper, scratch paper, it doesn't matter. Just write down. I mean, as soon as maybe you finish listening to this, you know, this podcast, Just just write down those things and begin that practice. And, and you'll be, you'll be amazed. And, you know, and it's not a magic, it's not a magic wand. It's not like that. But over time, it will begin to um, just fill you, fill you up. And then you'll be able to give to others because we can't give what we don't have. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just easy. It's easy to do and easy not to do. But But I I think that's, that's very important.
0: It's very important. Find that McDonald's receipt on the in the back of your car right now. <laughs> Grab it. That's right <laughs> in the back of your purse. Yeah, right now, just write those things down and start start thinking into your life and how you can lean into others and and I think you know part of this too, just encouraging people to follow the process and don't give up because uh, it, it is just a learning experience and if you've never gone through it before. Uh, growth is so intentional. And once you start, your life starts to change, and you see things so differently. So it may seem really hard right now, it may seem really difficult, like, you just don't know what kind of life I'm living, you have no idea who's around me, you have no idea what kind of a boss I have, right. And those are the things that that um, once you take more control over that, those things become a lot simpler, and your choices become easier. And so I just really want to encourage people. Uh, I get so many uh, notes and of encouragement to say, keep doing this because this is what we need to hear. So something in my heart is just saying, right now, if you're listening to this, you can do it. You, Lynn, and I are going to help you. <laughs> so find, keep listening to this podcast. Go to the Gritty Women Podcast and and start following Lynn too because she's um, she's a woman of purpose and and really believes in this journey as well. So, Lynn.
1: It's just, well, I just appreciate it so much, and, and it's so true. You know, anybody can do it. I mean, um, it's just, in, in any area of your life, the spiritual, the financial, the relationships, you know, your personal growth and development, all those areas, and your health, too, which we didn't even get into tonight, mm-hmm. I mean, today, but, um, you know, y- you can have it. I mean, I, I I got a check in the mail today, and I looked at that check, and I just, I just thought, that's amazing, mm-hmm. you know. It was it was for whatever four hours of work, and and it was, you know. And I'm not saying this to brag or anything. I'm just saying, um, five years ago, if you had told me that I, you know, the check was whatever I don't know, thirty nine hundred dollars, um, but if you had told me that I would have gotten that check for for four hours of work, I would have said, "What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and one other thing, I'm to hush, but. But this week, you know, um, last week, when that happened with the opportunity for me to travel and then I had to, I listened to my, you know, the discernment that, that I had and, and, I, and I pulled back. Um, during that, those three days of that, that feeling of the unrest, I sent a proposal in because I'm, I'm, you know, in business for myself, so I have to go out and write proposals to, to work with companies. And I sent a proposal in and right at the end I tweaked it and I added, you know, a couple, you know, a couple of thousand more dollars. And and it went through just miraculously. Mm-hmm. And that covered the loss for me.
0: Mm. And
1: see, th- that
0: is because you just, you thought into it and you had the opportunity to just say, I have value. I am worth this. I am going to, you know, Push my value into what I believe in. And and the world responds back to you. It is that law of attraction. And so you are stepping into your purpose, Lynn, and I'm so proud of you. And you have so much to teach and to help other, other women, other people that are just kind of, you know, hesitating. Don't hesitate. Step into it. Step into it. It's okay. That's right. It's scary, but you can do it and it can change your
1: life that's right <laughs> trust me i should be on the poster oh. i think mean, it just i need to be a big i have a big billboard that says <laughs> if this if this sister can do it anybody can <laughs> if this looks like you you can do it too you could do it too well the truth yes everybody listening. so thank you again for for letting me be on here and run my mouth oh and my. i'll be happy to to help any of your listeners anytime.
0: That's awesome. Well, Lynn, thanks for being on the program and Gritty Women Podcast. I'm going to post a bunch of links on here. And uh, and so we will have um, you know everybody to get in touch with you. And I really appreciate you, Soul Sister Girl, John Maxwell team, uh, DNA going on. And I just wish you the best it. of success in everything that you're doing, Lynn.
1: Well, same to you. Thank you so much. Thanks.
0: Hi, I'm Melanie Ake with Everyday Leaders. I wanted to invite you to join my leadership class. It's Life Strategies 101, where I'm going to take you through the everyday 15 laws of growth. It's an amazing journey. It's 15 weeks with me as your personal coach. Join me, everydayleaders.com, and sign up today.